Hey guys, Darren Watts here. Uh, before we get into this podcast, I just want to throw a disclaimer out there for everybody that's listening. Firstly, I appreciate everybody taking the time to listen to me. But if anybody is listening to this podcast for the sake of advice, well, for the sake of actually trying to solicit advice from a professional, professional, then I'm not your guy. I would recommend that you listen to another podcast that has just that, a professional mental health personnel, psychologist, and all of them. But if you're listening to me just to hear my story, hear other people's story, and just solicited uh, some knowledge or some educational stuff from what I read, then this is the podcast for you to listen to. But other than that, thank you for listening, and enjoy this podcast. Welcome back to another one of Breaking Mental Health with Daryl. I am Daryl. So, today we're going to look at verbal bullying. That's the second of six types of bullying. And we're going to break down stats for that. Well, they're not necessarily stats for verbal bullying, but it's just stats for bullying overall again. Uh, different types of stats that I see. So we're going to look at that. Anything else that I'm talking about, of course, um, I mentioned yesterday about um, some of my stories from bullying days. I shared the 6th grade one. Now I'm going to share the 7th grade one from um, a while ago when I was in middle school. So stay tuned. I'll have that all for you in a hot minute. So, once again, going out positiveaction.net they have a blog containing verbal bullying and this was written oh maybe about almost three years ago in 2020 um but this is still to me is still nothing's really changed from the, the phases of bullying and how it works but <clears throat> 
I think this deal can help in many ways when when it comes down to verbal bullying. So, what is verbal bullying and what we can do to prevent it? So, so verbal bullying involves many in, mainly insults, taunts, name calling, and other types of verbal abuse. So nowadays, this often occurs via uh, social media as well. Of course, go back in the day, didn't really have social media, so it was more called verbal. And that's why it was called verbal, because of the insults, taunts, name, taunts, name calling, and stuff like that. And so, verbal bullying, cyberbullying on social media, they're all pretty much there. Uh, verbal bullying is not limited to children in the schoolyard either. Adults are often some of the worst offenders for committing vicious verbal bullying. Granted true, especially in the job. Verbal bullying, regardless of the age of the bully and the bullied, can start off harmlessly enough as teasing or a slight, slight insult. But this can quickly escalate into verbal violence that causes serious harm to its victim. It's, it also often escalates to physical bullying. Now, why is that important? Because bullies don't often choose just one type of bullying behaviors to target their victims. So that's when you have to take that a little bit more seriously. Effects of verbal bullying. Those sticks and stones can break your bones, and those words certainly can hurt you. Because they used, because we always use that term, especially the ones back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. They always say, uh, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words may never hurt me. Now, when it comes down to uh, verbal bullying and any type of bullying, it, it can eventually hurt you. Now, I can say that for those who have been bullied millions and millions of times, then, yeah, they... And probably be like, yeah, I've gotten used to it. That doesn't hurt me anymore. You know. But sometimes it can still take an effect um in the mental way of, you know, when is it gonna stop? You know, what more can I do? It's like a repeated process. Uh people who have been the victim of verbal bullying often find their self image and self esteem damaged more severely than any broken bone. Fractures do heal rather quickly after all. Verbal bullying can affect a person's life a person's life for years. So verbal bullying in childhood, especially at the hands of a parent, other trusted adult or friends, can have long-lasting effects, resulting in low self-esteem and a poor self-image. A child bullied verbally will often see themselves as worthless, useless, stupid, wretched, and a wretch their uh, abusers tell them what uh, tell them they are. In a school-aged child, the effects often manifest through declining school performance and participation. An individual who used to excel may start to let grades slip. A child who once thrived in school activities now sit on, sits on the sidelines and watches their peers as their mental health suffers. Verbal bullying with its insults and teasing strips away a, away a child's sense of self-worth. They lose the feeling of power over their lives. They begin to believe the insults and see themselves as something less than who they really are. When the bullying comes from within the family or their circle of close friends, the child may feel if there is no way to escape, no way out. Things become dark and the world a cold, unfriendly place 
filled with danger and unrelenting assaults. Those feelings of inaccuracy and pain often leads to depression in both children and adults. If left unchecked, the emotional toll of overbullying has even led to suicide attempts as the victim simply gives up and gives in. How to deal with verbal bullies. While you can't stop every incident of teasing or playground taunting, you must also recognize that you do have a, per a responsibility to both the victim and the perpetrator of verbal bullying. Verbal bullies may need just as much as emotional support from kind, friendly grown-ups as their targets. Bullies are often bullied themselves. By offering the required support system, Positive Action is able to help educators begin to understand and deal with bullies. Having a bully in your classroom often makes the environment feel unsafe, even for the kids who aren't bullied. You need to regain control and recreate the happy, peaceful place your classroom once was. It has also been found that not only classroom programs work, but whole school anti-bullying programs promote a positive school climate. This in turn works as an effective method of bullying prevention for the entire institution and wider community. Begin by repeating the rules and expectations for classroom behavior. Always model respect and kindness when interacting with your students. Never engage with the bully in public in front of other people including their friends and fellow students. This often leads to more bullying. Instead, take them aside for a private chat. Address their behavior, emphasize how unaccept unacceptable it is, and try to speak with them instead of at them. That is the biggest mistake that any person or any teacher or anybody can do. Engaging with a bully, a bully in public in front of other people, including their friends. The biggest mistake. Not only do that lead to belittling, but it also leads to kind of like embarrassment, which you really don't want to put a bully into that position. All it's really going to do is just feel the fire. So you really don't want to do that. So that <laughs> I got to thinking, I was like, yeah, that that right there, that that's that is a um, that's a big mistake that can happen to anybody that calls out bullying like that. And actually just bringing them off private now, of course, we all know that sometimes that may not help either. Because the ego is too big. The bullies' egos can really get that big to where they really can't be stopped. So if you bring somebody to the side, some of them are like that, some are. But it's always better to do it that way. You, you can kind of you can kind of at least put your fingertip on their soul, but not put your whole hand around their soul to kind of, you know, bring back or bring a uh, a positive response to it. Especially if the bully don't respect you as an individual. So, you have to kind of think about that. And that's the same way with uh, jobs, too. They're... I mean, it's different there because we're grown and 
you know, it would still be the same steps of repeated process of actually talking to your manager, your supervisor, or your boss about the whole ordeal. But at the same time, it's just really about how, you know, you really have to really defend yourself. And even though you still have managers and, you know, upper management that really is supposed to handle the whole thing, for me, in my opinion, kind of like defending yourself is, you know, I think will more likely maybe 20% help, especially if you have given them warning after warning after warning and you actually go to management or you go above them, it, it could change. It could really change. It just depends on how, you know, you handle the situation. Because at first, if you really don't say nothing to, you know, your bully that's really talking crazy to you, that's really saying things to you, but you go, you don't say nothing, then they, they're going to continue regardless to it. But if you actually just went and straight, went straight to upper management, yeah, that could lead to a whole different thing. That they Some companies may have a zero tolerance bully policy. They could. That's harassment and all of the above. They may have a zero tolerance policy on it. But all companies are really supposed to have zero tolerance policy. And they're supposed to implement that, but some really don't implement it. Those ones that actually take it seriously, you might be lucky. So sometimes when it comes down to the job like that, you have to really take it differently. Um... So let them tell let them tell their side of the story. Listen to what they have to say. Try to get them to empathize with their victim, and then find ways to reward or praise them for positive behaviors, using a story based such as positive actions bullying prevention kit. Uh, students between five and twelve can learn that their negative actions can be replaced by positive ones. That will help them feel good about themselves. So how to deal with the victims of verbal bullying? So bully, so the bully child needs care, comfort, and support. It's your job to offer as much as you can, much of that as you can. Being, uh, being by, I'm uh, oh, sorry, began by watching and really observing. When you see a normally active, happy child begin to dull and distance themselves, it's time to have another private conversation. Again, begin by listening. If there's any hit of abuse. In the home causing the issues, you will have to act accordingly and get the authorities involved. If the issues stem from classroom bullying, your best action is to offer advice and help in every way you can. Encourage the child to ignore the bully, help them regain their power over the bully by not resorting to rudeness or fear. Let them know that trusted grown-ups are there to help them, but that the victim has to tell them about the bullying. Let others in your school know that this child is being verbally bullied and may come to them with complaints. Lastly, help them understand by focusing on the positive things in their lives that can defeat the bully by simply not letting him or her get under their skin. So, believe it or not, I mean, this is still some good advice. It really is. Um... Now, I know like more most students that are involved in uh, bully bullying, they're not really going to, you know, uh, take it seriously, or not take it seriously, but 
they're actually going to find a way to de defend themselves, so they're actually going to let it get under their skin. Um, some of the things that happens is that um, a bully can go to a student, like I said earlier, can actually go and start something, don't say nothing to them, and actually go to upper management or a teacher or something else, and they'll take care of it from there. Because like I said, they're really supposed to have a zero po uh, zero tolerance policy on those things because it hits to um, um, harassment and threats and stuff like that. Even though some of the stuff may not happen, but harassment is there. So sometimes you just have to, um, you know, let the garbage take itself out. But if it really do have necessary to defend themselves and defend yourself, I will say this. When that happens in defending yourself, you will kind of have to use me. I would have kind of used reverse psychology. And what I mean by reverse psychology is you take everything that they say and you turn it into a positive. Now, sometimes it works, sometimes it don't. If the bully has experience under their belt, it may not work. But if this is a you know a bully that just only been doing it for just a short amount of time, then it could work. But I always would like to use reverse psychology. So an example being is this. When you're when you're being bullied, you know, your your thoughts mentally is gonna be draining, it's gonna be a little bit of well, it's gonna be fear, it's gonna be depression, and and it's just gonna be negative, it's gonna be self reflection, it's gonna be where I don't know what to do, what's gonna happen, and how I'm gonna get over it. So why not take what they say and turn it into a positive? Um, it, it may be a little bit corny, but if somebody were to tell you, hey, um, um, you're very cross-eyed and that makes you look very ugly, you can reply back and say, hey, thank you. Uh, I feel very beautiful about that, regardless of how you're feeling negatively. That would just say that you just do not tolerate what they're saying and you're just turning everything into a positive. The comebacks will start to fade for every time you do it. So, I truly believe in that. You know, like I say, some people it may not work, some people it'll work. But using that could really make sense to, you know... Um, you know, to help make things work. So it's like using positive things to throw in the bully's face. Now, sometimes the positive things can feel a bully. I'm not even going to sit there and lie to you. It can feel a bully and give them more reason to pick on you. But, you know, that would be a good case on your side because you're using positive steps to make you feel good about yourself. And you could report that back. You, 
they'll really have to take some action and you really wouldn't have to get in trouble for it because you're using more positive direction. So don't let the fear, don't let the depression, don't let anything happen, you know, don't let that get under your skin. And that's a proven, that's a proven skin point to, you know, how to respond to the bully. Because I always would use um, positive things, reverse psychology. But when I got bullied, I didn't do anything. So I just let them do it. So just, just understand that, you know, it could be a tough road. Students at Logan High High School in Hocking County protested on Wednesday to shine a light on mental health awareness after one of their classmates took their own life. Uh, Bryce Butcher, he's uh, 15 years old, went missing earlier this week and he was found later dead. Uh, well, he was later found dead, according to his mother, Kariana. I might have butchered the name, I'm sorry if I did. Uh, she added that Bryce was bullied. So she said, somebody just needs to listen because I don't ever want another parent to have to feel this. And I don't, never, I don't ever want to have a student, another kid, to feel like they have no options, to feel like there is no other choice but to not exist. So students gathering in the halls of the high school to stand up for Bryce, spread awareness, and condemn, condemn bullying. During the protest, a fire alarm was pulled and reports of a suspicious package forced the school to evacuate. The object was reportedly made to look like an explosive device, but ended up being fake, according to the sheriff's office. That incident is under investigation. Now, let me say this. Actually, let me finish this. Bryce's mom said that uh, her son had dreams of joining the military school. All classes are canceled Thursday in that district. And then the district released a statement in which it said, in part, uh, we are listening to the concerns of our students. We will have counselors and staff members from Hopewell Health Centers available on site on Thursday uh, for those who would need support. Uh, more information will be released this evening concerning times of the counseling sessions and when students can pick up their belongings. Uh, lo the Logan Hocking Local District is com uh, committed to keeping our uh, schools safe and secure, and we are taking the situation very seriously. We are conducting our own internal investigation and are working with local authorities to evaluate the situation to determine whether any additional actions are needed. Uh, Bryce's family had created a GoFundMe page to help pay for funeral expenses if you would like to donate. Um... Of course, as usual, uh, if you or someone you know uh, think is struggling, uh, you can uh, call the Suicide and uh, Crisis uh, Lifeline at 988 or uh, online at 988lifeline.org. You can also text hello to reach the Crisis Text Hotline or go to firefightersuicideprevention.org. And... Um, a comprehensive list of suicide prevention resources can be found on the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services website. Uh, this was happening, I believe, in uh, Columbus, Ohio, if I'm correct. This was 
Columbus, Ohio, or um, some other part of uh, Ohio. But I will say this. Um, this was also updated on uh, uh, May 3rd. Um, that suspicious package, that package was to stop the protest. Somebody being an asshole, in my personal opinion, stopped the protest by putting a suspicious package out there and that's why they're investigating it so that just uh, it kind of hurts everything because when somebody gets bullied like this this is what happens somebody gets killed somebody takes their own life that person gave up Bryce gave up Logan I think it's uh, what's his name uh, yeah Bryce Butcher he gave up you know he 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 took what he could. He took what he could. I hate that he took his life like that. I really hate that. But this is what happens. Students don't care. Students do not care. People do not care. Because whoever's doing the bullying is not feeling good about themselves. And the only way they can make themselves happy is picking on other people that hasn't made or you know that's making good money that's smart educated very attractive whatever and they feel like that they want to take them all down because they're not happy and I hate that for uh, Bryce because he was only 15 years old 15 and just took his life away he just took his own life because of the bullying it hurts for real that hurts. My prayers go out to him. We got to make a change. But that's all I have uh, before I go. Um, as I as I said, I was gonna share my uh, seventh grade story of uh, being bullied. Um, so same school, Marshall. Um, At that time, they had, like, divided the students up into, like, alphabetical sections. But not in the sense of all the way A through Z. But in this case, however many students we had, they divided them up into three different groups. So it was A, B, and C. It was a red, white, and blue team. So I think the A was uh, red team, B was the blue, uh, I'm sorry, the red was the A team, white was the blue team, and I think C was the blue team. Uh, the A and C could be reversed, I don't remember. Um, Darren was uh, was C, and he was C the whole entire year. I was B, but then I got moved over to A. And I felt that I got never got an explanation for it. And I felt that they moved me over because... I had some kind of comprehension problem, which I never had a comprehension problem. I mentioned it before. I never, you know, I I have anxiety when I speak. I have, you know, these type of uh, anxieties that when I have to speak or I have to participate in some class, that it gives me really high anxiety. 
and that's why I didn't participate. I'd be more the guy that likes to observe, listen, and understand what's being said. And apparently, they felt like that I wasn't the right fit for it, in my personal opinion. They felt like I wasn't right for that group. So they moved me to A. And apparently, the teachers in A really didn't want me either. They didn't want me either. And so I felt kind of ashamed of that. I really felt ashamed of that. And so when I went in after, once you get your, your schedule changed, you immediately go to, you know, what's being assigned to you at that time. So when I went, I was like, oh, man. So I went in there and I went to the teacher and I gave her the new schedule that, yeah, I'm officially a new student in this uh, in this group, but I wasn't new to Marshall. I had already been there a year prior. So the teacher kind of looked at me, didn't say anything. And, you know, she gave me this look like... Um, she didn't want me there either. And that was with every teacher that I went to. And this was early in the morning, so I was able to make it through all of the uh, classes. And when she looked at me, she gave me that look like, oh, here we go again. It was just kind of like a non-educated guy. They're really just it's quiet. You don't want to participate. And I showed that throughout that semester too. So she told me to take a seat. She kept picking on me. Like how uh, Mrs. Young did me in fourth grade. Because I didn't participate. So she did me the same way. And the other teachers um, did me the same way. They just picked on me, but um, I had shown that, you know, I was lacking thereof because of that anxiety, but when they stopped picking on me, I actually did better. Like, you know, where I really didn't need to um, participate. You know, in class and stuff like that. Just give me some kind of group assignment, not group assignment, but an assignment or a project, and I'll work on it with no problem at all. And when they seen that, I actually also, and I also mentioned back in year one, that's what also led me to participate in that play to be, um, to be Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., but I ended up losing out to the other guy. So, the thought that I went in to do it, you know, the teachers were impressed with how I did things. And from the beginning, from when they actually kind of picked on me and bullied me by saying, you know, hey, you're never going to go anywhere. You're not going to be able to do this. You're not going to be able to do that. You know, that made them understand that I'm not the type of guy to participate. Just give me a paper. Give me a project and I'll work on it. But I failed none of their classes. I did not fail none 
of any classes that I was assigned to that year did not fail. The, uh, the highest grade I got was a C. From a C on up from every class. Because you don't have to pick on me, but just know and understand that if I'm ready to participate, I'll participate. But I'm not going to do it when you feel like that it's okay for you for me to participate. It don't work like that. And I wish teachers understood that because that to me is another significant sign of bullying is when you're picking on them and calling them out on their bullshit because of a student not wanting to participate. That ain't fair. Like, you're supposed to know your students. Get to know them. Don't sit there, don't sit there and say you know your student, but don't, you know, judge them because you think you know them. No, you don't. You need to get to know your students. And it's the same way with an employment. You need to get to know your people. Know your people. If you know your people, you wouldn't have this problem. Yeah, it's a lot of them, but that's what you signed up for. It's part of your job. Get to crack it. Get busy. You know what I'm saying? It, it, that just frustrates me. That frustrates me. But that's it for me for that rant. Uh, I appreciate everyone's time. I appreciate everyone listening to me. Uh, join me tomorrow. Going down to break down the third of uh, six types of bullying. Uh, now, I don't remember what that is. So let me go ahead and give a brief preview to that. Uh, it is relational aggression. That's the third one. We're going to talk about that tomorrow. If there are any stats to it, I'll share it in rants and stuff like that. So join me tomorrow. Uh, I'm on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at Love University and Instagram, Love University. Uh, I'm gonna, uh, email me, H at gmail.com. Talk to me. We can rap. We go from there. But until then, stay true to yourself. And always remember, when it comes to listening, you're one step closer to bringing awareness. Let's go.